Welcome to the Nourish Rap Podcast, hosted by two passionate clinical nutritionists whose mission is to educate, inspire, and empower people to lead a more nourishing life. Katie and Jessica value evidence-based practice, holistic healing approaches, and practical health advice, all while having fun along the way. We thank you for tuning in and hope you enjoy the show. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Nourish Wrap. Hi everyone. We're heading into spring, yes. so we're actually going to start a little bit of a series um, on skin health um, because often it's something that we start to think about as the warmer months come on and we come out of hibernation. Yeah, or with something we've suffered from during winter, you know, all that dry weather, our skin stuff starts to flare up. Um, and it's just a really important topic. A lot of people these days are really concerned about um, what they look like, which is fair enough. Um, and, you know, nobody wants to be walking around with red rashes and acne and things like that. So, And nutrition has such an important part to play um, with kind of its drive. Yes, so we wanted to start by firstly going through what skin health, well, what the skin actually is, just to clarify that, because we just think of it as this thing on the outside of our bodies, I guess, yeah. but it's really important. And it's actually an organ. Mm. So it's it works just like, it doesn't work the same as like a heart or a liver, but in terms of um, its capacity to, or what it needs to do for the body to be healthy, it has a lot of functions, hey? Like, yep. you know, um, the biggest one is being our the main barrier to protecting us from outside things, getting inside of us. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of connections with the immune system as well and supporting that. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it's really important to understand that the skin is not just a thing, but it's actually like... Our a, largest organ. Yeah. Yeah. And it's alive. Yeah, and continually renewing itself. Yeah. So we're always shedding cells and we're always creating new yeah. skin cells, which gives us this really cool ability to actually be able to work on our skin health and improve it from the inside out. Yeah, and that's very much what we're focusing on with this podcast episode is that skin is very much an inside job. Yes, and the more you work on it from the inside out, the less money you'll have to spend from the outside in. Yes, which is always good because those cosmetic products can get very expensive. Yeah. So Jess and I thought we'd talk about some of the things that we see in clinic as far as, or some of the signs and symptoms that we look look at as nutritionists mm-hmm. when we see a client. Because even if somebody's not coming in for skin, we'll often, we will look visually at their skin yeah. and, and sort of start to potentially draw some conclusions about their overall health. So Jess, let's start with perhaps acne. That's a good one to start yeah, with. a lot yeah. of people... Um, a lot of people actually come in for acne, like as they're mm. presenting concern, and that's fair enough. Um, it's not a nice thing to experience, but acne. I mean, skin health in general. I think um, there's four main things that I always think of when somebody sits in front of me, and I can see there's some skin stuff going on. But acne, in particular, um, so inflammation, which is a lot of driver for a lot of disease, but skin in particular, um, gut health, hormone imbalance, and blood sugar imbalance as well. So they're kind of the key things I start to look at. And then as I talk to the client and um, they um, 
they say some other what else is going on for them whether it's digestive issues and things like that that'll dictate um which pathway i work on most yeah i yep. suppose yeah yeah so if we take a couple of those things like for example blood sugar imbalances yeah. and how that affects the skin yeah um so if we're having a bit of a roller coaster as far as our blood glucose and our insulin levels are concerned throughout the day, that's going to affect um, our um, like our sebum within that's our right. so the skin cells. Yeah, so we've got our pores, um, and then in relation to acne in particular, often what we're seeing is an overproduction of that sebum, which is that oily sort of. Um, substance that our skin produces to keep it nice and supple and things like that but if you're getting an overproduction it's creating potential blockage you know combine that with dirt and things like that you know you get all the inflammation you get acne and you get blackheads and that kind of thing and you know as katie was saying is that when we're having blood sugar imbalances by eating too much refined sugars in our diet um then we're spiking our insulin and insulin actually increases sebum production yeah on its own so that on on that level of um, dietary sort of um, indication, yeah, sugar and blood sugar imbalances, a huge one. Yeah. Especially with the teenagers, you yes. know, transitioning. Yes. Um, puberty. Yes. Because their diets are often quite high in sugar, you know, soft drinks. Yeah, soft drink, energy drinks, yeah. um, maybe a lunchbox, which is really maybe low in protein. Yeah. High in convenience food. Yeah. Maybe a little bit too much tuck shop food. Yeah. Um, all of those sorts of things. Like, there's probably most people are going to get a bit of acne yeah. during during um adolescence because it's a transition period and the hormones are settling and that yeah. sort of thing. But if you want to try to reduce that, you've got to look at getting some protein into a teenager's diet. Absolutely, getting rid of you know all but eliminating things like soft drink, energy drinks, chocolate milks. Sports drinks, mm. really, we don't need them. No, you know, yeah. athletes can basically drink water. Yeah, um, yeah, like pastry items, those sorts of things that they're going to go for yeah. quickly. Um, so that's definitely a big thing in hormones, but in everybody, yeah, yeah. oh, absolutely, in anybody, yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, so you talked about um, hormone. We talked about um, inflammation, Jess, as well. Yeah. Yep. And blood sugar, look, these all lead into each other, which is, it's good because then if you work on one thing, you're going to be fixing the other as well. But yeah, inflammation. So, I mean, we hear this word just being thrown around so much, hey, like, oh yeah, inflammation's causing this, this and this. But we've spoken about it before in other episodes, how it's like, you know, that little fire in our cells, it just... It, it just compromises the function of the body. But um, in terms of skin health, like, if you think about... I mean, think about acne, and I automatically think of, like, inflamed skin. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you can see that redness, yep. pus, sore, yes. touch. Yes. Um, so, you, you know, if that's happening on the outside, just imagine exactly what's going on inside, you know, to cause that you know, um, to show on the surface, Mm -hmm. I suppose. But, um, yeah, inflammation is a huge driver, hey. Yep. I often look at skin and um, I think things like acne and also just dull kind of lifeless sort of skin without any colour and and lacking that brightness. You can see it in people's eyes as well. You want to see nice, bright, healthy eyes. I often go to congestion. Yeah. So congestion through 
like the pathway. So maybe the liver is congested or the bowels are congested. And what happens as a result of that is we're not really absorbing the nutrients that we should be absorbing. Things are getting backed up. We don't want things backing up because our body and our liver and our gut, it's like a washing machine. Yeah. You don't want to reuse the same water over and over again. Yeah. You want it to drain out the plug, right? Like you want to do, you want to get rid of it yeah. because all that stuff is just waste. It's just toxins. Exactly. It's waste. It's stuff we don't need. And when it sits there because we've got poor digestion or we've got poor liver um, detoxification um, or we've got poor whatever bowel health or something then all that stuff like recirculates yep. and you get this kind of like congestion and that might come up as yeah. acne or yeah. just general just lifeless sort of skin yeah. there's so yeah. many different ways these things can present and we have to remember that everyone's an individual yeah. so some people present differently to others but they may have a similar problem yeah that's right and um that's really good that you brought that up, Katie, that, you know, um, digestion and the gut is so important in skin health. Um, and even just on that level that if, you know, if that digestion and absorption is not functioning correctly, then your skin is lacking the key nutrients it needs to sort of yes. actually be renewed. Because as Katie said in the beginning, our skin is constantly turning over. Like, it's shedding. And this is the beauty of it all is that, you know, changing um, nutrition and things like that lifestyle means that, um, you know, doing it for three months consistently, you can change your whole, like, whole body and you can see it. You can yeah. literally see it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that that importance of the gut being really robust and um, making sure you're getting good absorption of nutrients is key because, as well, with skin, um, if you think about it, like... I always think of it like this is that, you know, you eat something and your gut's digesting and absorbing a nutrient. It's got to get all the way to your fingertips. Like the skin right there has to get all those nutrients. So it's got a long way to travel. So yeah, if there's any compromisation there, you're definitely going to see that in the skin. So let's go there and talk about some specific nutrients for skin health. Yeah. Um, and this is on a broad level. So these yeah. are things that no, may not necessarily benefit any one condition, but they're just important for overall skin health. Mm. Um, so a couple of things that come to mind for me quite quickly are that zinc and vitamin C. Yeah, they're big ones. Yeah, so vitamin C is really important for collagen production That's and right. um, zinc is a really good healing nutrient. Yeah. So... Um, and again, you can you should be getting adequate amounts of these nutrients from a whole foods diet, yeah. but they do have like they do have a place as far as supplementation, especially when the skin can be quite damaged. Mm. Maybe there's some scarring or some acne or something like that. Zinc and vitamin C are quite good healers, like promoters yes. of healing. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um so there are a couple that come to mind for me. Also, vitamin A, Jess. Yeah, that's again um, looking at collagen synthesis and um, just the whole mucous membrane thing as yes. well, which is related to gut health. Um, but yes, vitamin A is a key one. Yep. And you know, it's interesting actually because vitamin A is the main ingredient in the um, that medication to help with... Yeah, vitamin A is, well, what is it, Roaccutane? That's it, yeah. Um, high dose of that and it helps to clear the skin but I, I don't know that it's the main ingredient I think Roaccutane mimics vitamin A oh, sorry, which is quite yeah. 
quite ironic, really. Yeah. You but, can get your diet right and yeah. get some extra vitamin A in and yeah. you may not have to take Roaccutane, which yeah. is pretty brutal stuff, really. Yeah, but, like, yeah, you can just see that it's a very important Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, vitamin A's, lots of sweet, um, lots of vitamin A in sweet potatoes, as an yeah. FYI. Yep. Um, fatty acids, you know, yeah. like really good fats. You know, this is coming back to the whole we don't we shouldn't be scared of healthy fats you know nuts seeds avocados olive oil coconut oil um Yum. you know good quality like fat in good quality meat oily fish all of those things are literally going to especially when the skin is dry are almost like they're going to help hydrate and lubricate the skin mm. from the inside mm. out So those sorts of things become increasingly important in winter. Yes, definitely. Um, And also, I know we think about acne as being an overproduction of sebum and and, and too much oil, but it's interesting. There is some research that actually – this I've seen more of this research from a topical perspective – what happens with acne, people typically use a really abrasive and quite like – a very strong wash, external wash. Like a, and dry. Drying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what they do is they dry out thinking, their skin, yeah. thinking, okay, well, that'll stop the acne. But what actually happens is the skin then starts to overproduce the sebum yeah. because it's almost like in shock. It's like, oh, well, I've got I've got no oils left in my skin. Yeah. So we need to really find that balance um, because if we go either way... If we have too much oil, then we're going to get acne. But if we completely strip the skin of its natural oils and it doesn't have its natural lubricants mm. and its natural protectants and that sort of thing. So, like, even fatty acids and, and fat from healthy food is important in conditions like acne as well. Personally, I, like, Omega is a, is something I actually take pretty regularly in pretty high doses. And I always, I swear by it, particularly for my nail health, yeah, I find... Yeah, you notice a huge difference. Yeah, yep. if, I'm, if I'm off Omegas for a couple of months, I feel like my nails get quite brittle mm. and icky and mm-hmm. just not nice. Um, but it also works on um, being anti-inflammatory as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all those oils are really nicely dampening down that fire inside. So um, on, on that level as well. Yeah. Um, so we also see... Um, I think it's important to talk about even skin conditions. Often, you know, even doing a, an initial consult, Jess, we always you always ask about, like I'll always say to somebody, do you have any rashes or yes. is there anything that I might not be able to see going on your skin? Anywhere yes. that's itchy, any bumps. Yeah. Um, and that's something that comes up. For, you know, you'll often say, somebody will say, yeah. oh, yeah, I've got this patch and yeah. it just, I've talked to my GP or I've, I've tried this or I've done that and it just, you know, it's just a little bit irritating. It gets itchy every now and then or it's a raised bump or something. Um, And it's funny how these things can sort of resolve themselves sometimes when the diet's improved and they may be just simply a result of eating something in the diet that their own body just doesn't agree with. Yeah. Yeah. And then this is coming back to that um, gut-skin connection, sorry, and the immune system because um, with... I guess with the gut is that, you know, when we eat something, it needs to be processed through the liver and then the liver detoxifies it. And one of the main pathways of detoxification or sorry, elimination is through the skin, right? Or sweating. So if we've got congestion there, as Katie said, um, 
then we can see, you know, um, things like that itchy, itchy skin or that eczema is a big one, psoriasis, things like that um, start to show up. Um, there's that really big connection. Yep. 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 Um, also, I mean, I often find, um, that sometimes that itchiness and, and, and that can go away when maybe those highly refined wheat products come out of the, that's a big one and it's not for everybody, but, um, I always sort of go, oh, that, you know, if somebody's on a diet of basically, you know, four pieces of Woolworths white bread a day and cereal, then, you know, wheat, Mm. um, especially wheat in highly refined products Mm. has got a lot of genetic modification and it can be a bit of an inflammatory issue for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So, um, that can, you know, come out through the skin essentially. Yeah. Um, and, and these sorts of things are just funny little things that tend to resolve themselves when somebody gets their diet right, basically, and starts eating right for them. Yeah. Um, so we went a little bit into the gut then. Jess, but there's, I think there's a few conditions in particular, like gut is always important, any skin condition. Yeah. Um, but particularly those skin conditions that are more related to the immune system and even autoimmune. So we know that there's some immune dysregulation involved in eczema and we know that things like psoriasis are actually autoimmune Mm. conditions yeah so an autoimmune condition is any condition where basically the body essentially attacks itself Mm -hmm. so it might come up in the form of a thyroid autoimmune condition or a skin autoimmune condition or a bowel autoimmune condition where you know somebody might have crohn's disease or something like that and even though these conditions are all different the body essentially the body can't distinguish between itself and an invader mm. and it starts attacking a part of itself mm. so things like psoriasis are the body kind of like yeah. attacking its own skin really yeah and you can definitely see that um there's some not nice sort of ramifications of psoriasis um mm. very painful and things like that but again we need to look at okay well that's happening but then why and looking at the immune system and saying and you know well why is it um, dysregulated is there nutrient deficiencies is there inflammation in the gut um, and again coming back to those principles we talked about before yeah and also with anything that's autoimmune as far as skin or even just immune regulated like eczema we've got to look at the barrier of the gut so things like leaky gut yes yeah, yeah so definitely. I mean that term gets kind of overused but um, gut permeability. So if you imagine we want to have, we want the digestive system to be a really nice barrier, basically all the way from the mouth to the anus and everything in between. But if we've get, if we've got, um, if the junctions of that digestive tract are, are basically quite permeable, Mm. what happens is we do get these autoimmune type activities because, the, the gut isn't functioning as well as it should to keep things inside the digestive tract and away from the rest of the body and vice versa. So more things are crossing over that barrier. Yeah. And when that happens, the immune system is, is, is seeing things that it doesn't really recognize. 
and that's when we get this immune dysregulation and that's when we can get things like mm. you know eczema and psoriasis and 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 that sort of thing i mean there's other consequences of that as well but we're yeah. talking about skin specifically yeah, today exactly yeah. and then that's where you see food intolerances pop up and things like that and certain foods triggering skin conditions because um you know it's coming through that those that leaky gut in bunny ears um big and then the immune system is attacking it and then causing um a skin response or whatever it may be in yeah. somebody yeah yeah so, yeah, it's it's really fascinating the connections actually. Yeah. And it's funny because um often this is a big thing that I see. I'll have somebody come in and we might go through a whole consult and then at the end of it they'll say, "Oh yeah, yeah, but I'm taking a probiotic." Yeah. And it's like honestly don't put a probiotic into a completely damaged gut that's yeah. just yeah. really inflamed and yeah. upset and Yeah probably need some calming down before doing that because <clears throat> you're not really going to get any benefit from it. No. So we want to we want to look at healing the lining of the gut. We always want to look at healing the lining of the mm-hmm. gut and then we want to look at optimizing digestion. Yeah. Um, so that we're absorbing the nutrients we need yeah. and they're not hanging out there waiting to go through the washing machine again yeah. and causing all this yucky toxicity and all this yeah. kind of basically dirt yeah. in the body. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like you wouldn't wash your clothes in the same liquid three times. No. So like get rid of it yeah. because your organs don't want to see all that stuff multiple times either. That's right. And your skin especially yeah. gets affected the most. <clears throat> yeah. And then... After we've addressed those sorts of things, we can potentially look at increasing diversity of the gut bacteria through probiotics and that sort of thing, um, specific to the skin condition, perhaps. Absolutely. There there is a lot of research around um, the different strains of bacteria improving skin conditions. Um, The biggest one would be the eczema and the... um, Lactobacillus rhamnosus, yes. LDG, is a big one. Um, but yes, that is the next level of it. And um, not not only for skin health, but that also helps to optimize um, nutrient absorption and things like that. So, um, But again, as Katie um, highlighted before, it's not about just taking any probiotic. Um, it does need to be strain-specific. And also, I think if you listen to our podcast about the... Um, the basics of gut health, um, you'll get a lot out of that. It'll make a lot more sense um, when we're talking about it now. But, um, yeah, that is one area as well that we definitely look at. Yep. So um, I think perhaps what we want to raise awareness for in this podcast is maybe if you're consistently seeing issues pop up as far as your skin is concerned – whether it's acne or patches of dry skin or a bit of psoriasis or dermatitis, and you're spending lots and lots of money on maybe creams and lotions and treatments and that sort of thing, well, they're probably going to provide some short-term results. But at the end of the day, if you really want to get on top of your skin health, you've got to work from the inside out yeah. and it's time to start looking at yeah. the diet. Yeah, absolutely. And um, another thing to mention is that all those creams and things like that, um, they actually get absorbed into the skin. So everything we put on our skin is absorbed straight into our bloodstream. And if you've got compromised 
gut health or immune dysregulation or something like that, potentially whatever's in those creams um, could actually be making things worse Mm. because it's getting into the bloodstream. The immune system doesn't like it, so it's being flared up and then, yeah, round and round we go. So really, really important that you look at um, working from the inside out. Exactly. Yeah. Really important. So we're going to be expanding on this topic in our next podcast because we've got a um, a, a guest coming on who, mm. who does a little bit more on the topical side of things but also understands um, understands the importance of working from the inside as well. Um, so we'll be bringing more to you on this topic, guys. But at the end of the day, um, coming into spring and summer, if you really want to spruce up your skin – um, and look and feel younger. Don't worry about spending three hundred dollars on a you know five mil bottle of cream. Mm. Look at your diet first. Yeah. Get that sorted out. Yeah. And then you know, um, and do see, the basics. Just, yeah, absolutely. You know, get your makeup off, off every night. Yeah. Put a nice natural um, cream on, and you know your body will thank you for it. Absolutely. And you know, if there is anyone out there that's doesn't know how to get started or anything like that another thing we really emphasize is getting um really good support or guidance you know alongside all this because it's it's one thing to start um you know cleaning up the diet and things like that and nothing sort of working um because then seeing somebody they can help look at it and just refine things a bit more or you know our little checklist the inflammation gut hormone imbalance blood sugar they can really work on those pathways specifically yeah So thanks again for joining us, guys. Um, We hope you have a great fortnight and we'll be catching up with you in two weeks' time on the Nourish Wrap. And we'll just finish off with our five little um, values of the Nourish Wrap to live a healthy life. A healthy life and that is um, get good sleep make sure you get some time out every single day even if it's five minutes move every day in an enjoyable way eat whole foods most of the time and listen to your own body because no one else is the same 